Shut up and sit down. So welcome back to another Muscle and Hustle podcast. Tony's only 11 and a half hours late to this one. It's not 11, is it? No, it's 11 and a half hours. Well, give me the excuses, right? Throw them out there. We'll get. We'll just get started. Throw them out there, right? Go. There's, there's no excuse. No, there is no it's excuse. Just what, it's just what happens. So I don't charge my phone at night like everybody else. Right, right. Right. So my phone my phone usually dies before I go to bed and then I stick it on charge whenever I wake up. So I got up around like half seven, eight. Right. Didn't stick it on charge. Mm-hmm. Forgot completely that we had a podcast until I stuck it in a ten to take my check in photos from a coach. It turned on, you sent me a message and goes, Where the fuck are you? And I was right. like oh, shit. Right. And then what did you say? Oh, I was doing work all morning on the computer. I was doing work all morning, yeah, but and, and, uh, wasn't but the, on. But the computer has a like a, a timer on the top corner. Yeah, but I didn't. I forgot we had a podcast, you lunatic. Oh, the oh the podcast that you set up the time for it all. Don't even ask. <laughs> no, I was just working away. Don't even ask. Get jackins today. You don't do jackins on a Thursday, you balloon. We do do academy, you lunatic. We twenty the tigers having a wee sleep on. They I fucking wish Hit the 100, ki- 100 kilo And fucking 100, 100 kilo at night Not the real 100 kilo yet 98.5 in the morning It's very very close sir 98.5 I'm fucking okay. I'm feeling it mate Remember when you were Remember when you were 72 kilo rascal Running about the Hatfield Oh shite mate I'm fucking busted I wish it was 72 now Went downstairs there Fuck it. Like somebody wrote into my Q&A the other day, Did you see it uh, Being like What way do you wipe your arse And I was just like Do you know what That's actually such a task I'm gonna have to explain this And people were like Writing to me going You can tell That that's a chore for you now I'd say it it's, it's, putting, it's pulling on your socks A chore Yeah but we belly gets in the way it's Ronnie, good, Ronnie Coleman talked about that when he was on Rogan, I think it was, or, or Jay Cutler says, pulling on his socks because like, you're kind of squeezing on top of your lungs, bending over. He says it was like, <laughs> you'd bust the sweat. Yeah, like I completely get that. And you know what it is? It's not the fact of that you're fat. It's more so the fact of that your body's just not used to having that amount of weight on it. Like I, like nobody my height was built to be carrying near 100 kilos. It's just, just the same way as anybody like 6'1 isn't meant to carry around 120, 130 kilos. Your body's just, there's only so much your body can co- And I think your body just has to play catch up then. Yeah, sort of like Flex. What he on Flex Lewis? Was he, he was big, but he's a small guy. <laughs> yeah, Flex Lewis is the 212 champion. So he probably comes in like, he comes in probably with 10 pounds later than me now. He has to be 15 stone shredded maximum. Yeah. He's moved up Just to the big boys now, hasn't he? Yeah, he's moving up to the full Olympia. They see the, the, the way it used to work was better. There's no way back in the Arnold day. They used to have the, so for anybody that doesn't understand, like no bodybuilding, there's like different categories and the open is the one where all the big bodybuilders do it. And like that's what Arnold would have done. But there's like a bodybuilding for smaller people like myself. It's it's called two on two and it's like two hundred and twelve pounds is the limit. So the way they used to work it is the open would have like any weight you would get all the tall fellas anybody who wanted to weigh over two hundred twelve pounds, and then the winner of each one would face off against each other for the actual Mister Olympia title. Eventually they just got rid of that because 
the, the bigger fellas just kept winning it because by obvious like they maybe had 50 pounds in the smaller person uh, so eventually they got rid of that but it's one of the things where now there's Mr. Olympias for all versions like Mr. Olympia Physique Mr. Olympia Classic Mr. Olympia for bodybuilding 2 on 2 so they don't make them face off anymore but yeah so bodybuilders just move through them now yeah it's something different what day uh, did we have a topic for this week or what was the crack we have a load of questions but we have, have a wee loose topic I want to get your feelings on Oh, loose baby, yes, Farron. Toxic productivity. Have you come across this yet? No, I haven't, so you may dish it out right, here so and explain. During lockdown, everybody kind of, the first few weeks, month or whatever, were, you know, super lazy. You know, going to chill out for a while, worked hard enough this last whatever amount of years, and then they started, like, setting up businesses learning languages side hustles the whole shebang and a lot of people have been like the most productive they've ever been well now people are like most a lot of people are so high functioning now that they're having problems um turning off no, so I think, yeah, yeah, I completely get where you're coming from. So, yeah. in, like, I you know, best way to explain it is sort of like you become workaholics, guilty. Yeah, you feel guilty for not working. Exactly, for not doing that's the main positive. thing. And then when you finish a task, you're guilty. You you feel guilt for not doing more, or it's not good enough. Joe, you know I think is a really good way to work this is if anybody does struggle with this, because I've actually really struggled with this before, where like you feel like you should constantly have be doing something, even if it's a nighttime. I find that if you actually plan in fun tasks or downtime, then you actually take it. So like for example, like if I plan my week, the very first thing I plan is like so like Kieran McMahon's a good friend of mine, if anybody ever looks him up, and he runs off the four F's. So it's fitness, fun, fulfillment and family I think that's the four and he builds his week around that and so like he'll put in all his stuff but like the first thing he'll fill in is like fulfillment so like what makes him happy where it's a dip in the sea then he'll fill in his fitness then he'll fill in his uh, maybe his fulfillment which is his work and stuff but the thing is I think most people that are productivity or feel guilty for it is because all they do is plan in activities that they actually it, it requires lots of brain function like for example like when Loki's on and Marvel's on I make sure every Wednesday I watch that I don't feel guilty because I plan it in whereas I think if you constantly are like I need to be doing stuff it's like quantity over quality you're, you're, you don't manage your energy well and then it's like this grind 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 24-7 mentality if, if you have to grind 24 hours of the day you're probably not working fucking properly and you're probably just doing fuck all most of the day so you can tell me you're up at 3 in the morning grinding and fucking working from the break of dawn but I'll still leap into 9 bells get up miss my podcast and then do my work and have no sweat doing it and still get my work done whereas I think that whole idea of that you need to be working 24-7 is bullshit would you not agree? yeah yeah I I, I would work pretty long I would say I'd say I'm on the so verge. Right, I'm on the verge of toxic productivity, um, but also. Do you feel guilty? Do you feel guilty? No, I don't something? feel. No, I don't get the guilt. But I also realize that I put myself under the pressure myself. I'm not, like, I'm not. I'm doing tasks that, like, maybe maybe I shouldn't be juggling so much at once. Um, that in that I respect think- and. <laughs> Yeah, but I know what you're saying, like about the 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 setting the downtime, setting your fun time is like self care. In other words, you know, you're setting specific times aside to, for you to relax. But I think when it what what they're finding now at the point of toxic productivity is people aren't 
even when they're meant to be relaxing, they can't relax because the guilt is set in. Like it's almost like um, it's like uh, work. What the what was the, I, I was Stephen Bartlett or Bart was talking about workaholism. Yeah, it's it's where you feel like you're constantly doing something. Even for people, it's like you know, I should be clean. I should be doing this. I should be learning a language. I should be picking a skill. I think definitely if you're self-employed, you'll notice that because uh, you're literally making your own. You're 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 not guaranteed a wage unless you work. Yeah, I think definitely i've been guilty of that where like you feel guilty for not working like long hours and i think that's important where like if you if you what you need to realize and what you'll learn if you do that for a long period of time is your work quality drops yeah and you're just working for the sake of it whereas i i always do like a reward mechanism you know like if i work really hard here for four hours i'm gonna take an hour off and watch a bit of a movie or i'm gonna train and not rush i sort of i work really well off like a work reward method you know like where if you do an hour's hard work you get 20 minutes of doing whatever you want or joe if you yeah. do a really good shift today you treat yourself to something and i think that works really well and you don't feel guilty then whereas i think the main reason people feel guilty is it builds a cycle where you're working all the time the work quality isn't good you end up scrolling you end up doing everything but the work but you're still sitting there trying to get done and then you feel guilty because you haven't done it and you try to do it again and instead of just taking a fucking break and taking down time and managing your energy better and doing good quality you end up in that loop of like repetitive shit work and then it's it's it fries your head yeah yeah no that's very interesting that's kind of what they're finding where people there's get stuck in the loop and i suppose that's the same as addiction you know addictions that the same sort of thing you know you're stuck in that loop now, we talked about it loosely before a party and during student student days um, that you get stuck in the loop and before you know it it's spiralled uh, but I think people don't see it coming as much because they see it. a lot of people at the start see it as a good thing like people are bragging I've never been as productive in my life I've done so much more I've got these tasks done I've got this done but then now when they're starting to come out of furlough they're starting to do other stuff it's carried on into their like work life and their business life and they're signing up for like extra duties extra tasks and yeah. they're probably on a road to, to complete another burnout. Um, without even do burnout. Yeah, they do. Well, a lot of people burn out and they don't. They don't. Uh, they don't. Uh, they don't realize they're burnt out, and it gets mislabeled as something else, like depression and and, and anxiety stress, and stress anxiety, and stuff. Yeah, but 100%. it's actually is just full on burnout. It's like you know, I suppose it's the same as people like people talk about overtraining. And then there's some advocates are like, it's harder to overtrain than you think, because the the problem I'm is sorry, people the problem is people aren't they're just not training correctly. It's not about overtraining; it's just training poorly. You, you can't do everything. I think that comes down to like just as I was talking about energy management, time management. Like you only have so many hours in the day. Like if every hour, like you can only do one thing, you can't run a business, have a great fam. Like I hate this idea. Like yes, you can have a bit of everything, but at the same time, like see if you're really pushing your physique, you're really pushing your shape. You're gonna sacrifice something. It's like uh, that D Martini thing, and you'll love this. Back to the plumbing references, but. I went to course. I went there to that course before, and I think I used that with you, didn't I? And we talked through this, Joe, all the tops and the baths. Like, oh, here we go. Cool. Do you remember this? No, I do. I do. I know I do. 
Yeah, and it's like everybody that's listening will have heard this before. Like, there's only all the taps float fifty percent. If you're sitting in a bath, all the taps float fifty percent, and there's one for your social life, your fitness, your 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 family, your your work, your social, whatever it is, all the stuff you do. If you do take one, though, whatever it is, and they all float fifty percent. But it's something that dials up, and you say, for example, you start that and or your business starts lifting off, it starts flowing in more and it goes from 50% up to 80. 30% has to come off somewhere else because you've only so much water and that water is really your time. So that's when you notice that people struggle in the day because they start to go, oh, I don't have a life. But that, that's because now instead of watching tally or chatting shit with your mates, you're having to do cardio or you, you've got to, it's swapping your priorities around just as in like, whenever business was picking up for me, like I, I don't have a big social group anymore because I did sacrifice quite a large amount of my friends time. Like the time I would have spent around with my mates, like that was the first thing to go for me whenever it came to business. Like I swapped out my weekends of drinking and chilling out on Sundays to working so that I could build a business. But it's one of them things where see, as long as you understand that and you don't get frustrated about it, you understand that it's just prioritizing. You don't burn out then. Whereas people burn out when yeah. they almost expect themselves to do everything at once. Like, yeah. You expect to have, there's, there's going to be sways in your life. There's going to be weeks where you feel like shit. There's going to be weeks where you're really productive. There's going to be weeks where fitness is on the money, months where it's like that. And then it's going to sway in roundabouts. Like, and you're going to get months of shit productivity. But I think as long as you're aware that it, it comes like that, then you're, you're not as fucked up. I think it's the expectation of social media, yeah. of, of people that you look up to, like, you see people posting, yeah, you see people like him posting no days off and all, fuck off, Gary V, shove it up your fucking arse because yeah. I wouldn't want his life. It sucks. Yeah, like even his his personal trainer, when people like called him out on it, his personal trainer was like, "No, he literally like he said no, to he me, he goes, he you will you will never last with me six months because you have to be with me at all times.'" Yeah, like I've seen his videographer uh, that like when he signed the contract for two years for Gary Vee, and he the fuck, like it was two years, and it was like ours two years of your time like it was literally yeah. just two years and Christmas everything and I remember that I went like I went and saw the videographer I forget his name seen him live in an event in Belfast and like he's famous and he was like you think days off but he was like it's a case of like your Christmas you're with him you're with him New Year's you're with him every there's none of that but at the same time yes you might progress but same time though like that is not the way anybody wants to live their life and I think that builds into this idea that to be successful you have to do that where there's there's plenty of people who work nine to five and had a will have a more fulfilled life. Like he's probably chasing something that's never coming. Yeah, well, because the same as the five a.m. thing. You know, the best, the the, the top people, one percent, all get up at five a.m. or whatever that bullshit is. It's probably you know there could be some, some people, proof in yes. it. There could be some proof in truth in it. But if if Joe blogs from from down the street thinks if he gets up at five a.m. he's gonna have you know better productivity probably not at the start because you're going to be fucking tired come to come one o'clock like but yeah, that's funny I, you should yeah. say that about the your sundays because that's exactly what i did with djing as well um i would have sacrificed free time to chase the passion you're i would have sacrificed like saturday nights for for two three years i, I would never have took a saturday night off because i just i needed to be playing at the premium night I needed to be out on a Saturday night because I don't know who said it. And it was something that sat with me for years was somebody, somebody said, you're not worth a fuck if you're not booked every Saturday night because it shows that you know, you're, you're not wanted. And I took that as gospel. And in a way, it is true. But when, when, when the build a certain point, you can start taking nights off and build demand. But at the start, when I was, when I was uh, 
starting out, I needed, my, my benchmark was I didn't want any Saturdays off. I had to work a Saturday because that was the earmark of, you know, I'm picked up all year round every Saturday. And and by a byproduct is you can't hang about with your friends as much on the night that they want to go out too. So like it or lump it, they ask you for a few years, you coming out on Saturday, I'm DJing, you coming out on Saturday, DJing. And little by little, they just stop asking because nobody likes a no. Nobody likes being said no to. So, yeah, we're... Problems with drugs. Yeah. Huh? People offering you drugs. If you say no enough times to stop out, to stop offering, people don't realise that that oh, does happen. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's, just, it's the same as everything. Like, nobody likes the word no. It doesn't matter. Like, it, it, nobody likes the word no. Nobody likes rules, you know. Nobody's like, yeah... Yeah, I'll call out, but I have to be away by 10 o'clock and I can't drink because I'm driving. Boys are like, fuck's sake, like, you know. Yeah. No, it's, it's, yeah. it's a strange one, but yeah, I think that's something people should look out for. I, I only came across it, I, I read about it before, but never really sunk in. And then I was listening to a podcast today and he brought it up and I was just like, fuck. That is, like what they're saying is true. And I, I, and I, I know, like in my head now, I'm visualizing people that I know or in that cycle and especially when the work from home started because they're working where they live and they're like you know what fuck it I'll just throw another couple hours into this I'll throw another couple hours you know actually amazing well what else are we doing I've completed Netflix and a lot of people get uh, a lot of people get as you said now their work might deteriorate (laughs) or you could get an absolute animal of a fella that'll go or girl or fella or whatever that'll go and they and they do work to high potential, but also then something in their life sacrificed. Maybe it's family, maybe it's a girlfriend, maybe it's it's something else. Maybe he's not seeing the kids as much, or when they go to bed, he might be putting on the computer again to do a bit more work. Yeah, it's, it's just I think it is that. Like I remember, like I used to. This sounds so dweeb. I, like I used to sit in and do like read books on like metabolism and exercise biomechanics on a Saturday, for, and they do check-ins on a Sunday. But it was one of those things where like people were asking me to go out, and I was like no i'm actually enjoying this more than and i think that's when you know as well what you want to do whereas if you feel like you're missing like the, the main reason is there's this fomo of fear of missing out like nights out on a saturday where yeah. you could be doing so to see if you do have that yeah you probably are better going out because you actually want to and you're forcing yourself to stay in yeah whereas i never was like that i was always like thank fuck i'm not i couldn't be arsed with that like that's the way i was for a long time now it's maybe different but i think you just need to do what suits you in that front and if if you want to be productive and you want to work all the time there's no harm with that like i used to take breaks and even if you're moving forward there will be times where you work through stuff and you have to push on but it's a very interesting thing where i think it comes down to the individual like i could keep working and even if the work's shite i'll just keep pushing through so i think it does depend on the person it's just it is toxic i think there's a balancing act but it comes down to what you want from life too like if you if you if you if you want more and you want more money and you want more free sometimes you do have to lean in that extra amount but But i think people call what to i think people should but it's the fact of seeing it as it could be an addiction no just be very weary that it's it, it can be there, it can be addiction, because people have been in, in the past talked about being addicted to making money. 
Yeah, well, 100%. It's, it's definitely, it's like everything, though. Like, it's just, if anything gives you some sort of buzz or you feel more in power or there's just, it's, it's like everything. There's there's always going to be something that can draw your attention. But the, the mind's a funny fucking thing. Like, whenever you really drill down, like, there's so many things that you do where, like, people are building businesses, but they're not building them for their own freedom. They're building it because they want to they seem more powerful for a better spouse. Yeah. They want to seem... They want to fulfill the potential that they feel they have. So, like, people don't really sit with themselves. Like, I, I had somebody talk to me this week about it, and they were like, I just feel like there's something down that just keeps me unsettled. And I was just like, and he was like, I always have to keep myself busy. And me and him had this conversation. And I was like, if you always, if you can't sit with your own thoughts, and this is my personal opinion, I think there's something off. You need to sit and figure out what that is. Now, I'm not a counselor. You need to go to counselor or something. But at the same time, you need to be able to sit in a room with yourself and not like think like don't get me wrong negative thought negative thoughts are fine too there's this real thing that you can't think negative or depressed for a millisecond everybody has fucking negative thoughts i have negative thoughts sometimes it doesn't mean i'm depressed i'm gonna go fucking kill myself yeah it's 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 standardized now like there's difference between having them all the time and having negative you're, you're gonna have negative thoughts because otherwise you wouldn't have positives you can't have a negative without a positive and they're the, the really like people demonize negative thinking it's fucking normal well, uh, this is this is someone i kind of wanted to say too and this this popped up the other day with with a friend of mine. Um, it's okay to be sad. You know, yeah, just because you're sad doesn't mean you're fucking depressed, or doesn't mean you have mental health problems. It's all right to be a bit like fucking sad someday. You know, because like I think he he told me that he like seven holidays since last year all cancelled, and every time they book one again, something fucking mad happens, and he just got one cancelled last week for like August or September and he was like fuck me man I just want a break like and he was all like and he was down about it and he's like fucking he goes I've been fucking badly down I was like it's alright to be sad man no it's just an all it's a kick in the teeth like don't no, don't overthink the fact that you know you, it's really okay to be sad it doesn't mean you're, you're gonna no if the sadness stays about for a couple of weeks yeah we, we might be onto something here but it, you don't always have to be the most positive happy person you know i i i hate i hate i'm not a big fan of negativity but no if you you can be negative for a second you can negative for an hour you know you can give off like fuck i love a good give off like anybody knows me knows knows i love i love a good give off like do you not feel like though if you shove negative thinking or feeling sad like to the wayside all the time it builds oh oh yeah it comes back like a like a ton of thunder like bingo so i think that's where like people have pushed like the, you're not used to the old negative thought they're feeling shit about yourself so people keep pushing to the background and then whenever it finally comes through with somebody takes a photo of themselves it's just like a big fucking tsunami and it just hits them and they're not used to it whereas i'm not saying you're used to thinking negative but it's one of the things where you just have to sort of accept it like they're like I'm sure there's days where you feel, and this is the exact same as me, and people listen to this, there'll be days where you feel like the biggest bag of shit in the world, everything's going wrong, you're like, fuck, I'm about. And then there'll be days where you're like, do you know what? I'm actually not a bad looking lad, this is going all right, I, I'm feeling good, everything's going my way. And that is just fucking normal. You're never going to wake up every day for the Will Smith isn't going to wake up every day in his life and go, everything's going hunky dory. 
Joe, there's shit that goes on in everyone's fucking life, and it's just one of them things where I think yeah. it, 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 it's it's because it's because you don't see it as often on social media, and you don't see it as often everywhere. Yeah, friends don't even talk talk that openly about when they're having shit times because people don't want to be seen as weak or yeah or that their life isn't as good as somebody else's because everybody's playing this my life is better than fucking yours oh my god oh it's, Joe, it's, it's so fucking uh, that's very interesting that for me is the one reason why when i finish dj and i'll come off social media that it's just a load of fakeness you know like all over so, like people <laughs> trying to outdo the next person and the next person doesn't care about them and they really don't care about that person it's just like to be seen to be seen yeah do you know what is a really good tool if you've never used it muting people on instagram oh, so yeah. don't follow them if you know them see i only learned about this about some months ago, so i've i've i have unfollowed well the unfollow on on facebook is amazing so yeah, you, see, you're still I'm, friends but you unfollow them so you don't see their stuff and then the mute it's button. It's the same as muting somebody on Instagram, isn't it? Yeah, and the mute is it, is class because sometimes people people do like if you unfollow them, they they hit you up and they go, "Oh, what was that about?" And you're just like, and it gets you into an awkward conversation. We have to give them some home truths, but no. Yes, exactly. But then is that is that a problem we have that we shouldn't be following them on on social media anyway? Even if it's just out of courtesy, you're just like, well, yeah, maybe that. Fallen. We've fallen into that uh, the social media proxy or whatever that 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 uh, kind of that documentary on Netflix depends. talks about. Depends because like there's sometimes like I even follow people before and then they've messaged me just like you said. And sometimes now when I mute people, I'm just like I'm doing this because it saves me the hassle of possibly oh, having yeah. that conversation. So it suits me to do that. Yeah, and, oh, and I'm like it doesn't bother me because it inflates their ego because they're following but like I honestly would have at least 50% of my follow muted and it's not because enemies post anything that offends me it's because like most people won't realize this but I like I, I probably have a lot more than 50% of my muted see if you ever scroll back enough on your Instagram yeah I don't know if you've ever done this, but if you have enough people muted or you don't follow enough, and I've done this the last couple of days, if you scroll back enough, it says, and this is a proof that you're following too many people, it says, you have seen everything from the last two days. Thank you. And I can guarantee 99% of people listening to this have never seen that on Instagram. And that's how you know yeah. you're not following or you've ever really muted because that will come up within like 10, 15 minutes of scrolling. And that comes up for me and that's, that actually helps me really limit time. And I know that sounds odd, but most people don't actually know that happens. And I didn't until it came up and I was like, holy fuck. Joe, it says you've seen everything from the last two days or week. Yeah. And you're like, you're like, fuck. Joe, that's me done. There's no point scrolling. Whereas if you follow big amounts, you stay in it. But yeah, it's very, very interesting. Like, I, don't I, know think, I think we have to do a full episode again on social media, like, but go, go in even deeper than we did the last time. Because it's get and in my opinion it's getting worse. Like people I, like I, I even seen it there. A guy a, a guy asked me to share something for him and I shared it. And it was on my stories a couple of weeks ago and I shared it for him. And then he was like Um well, I put up a I can't remember what it might have been the might have been the playlist for Spotify and one of his songs was on the playlist so I tagged him onto the playlist and he never shared it and I thought it was a wee bit weird that he didn't share it and then I didn't think nothing of it but I was just like that's a wee bit fucking weird because like, we would have good rapport and uh, he hit me up the next day and goes ah man just in case you're wondering um, I didn't share that uh, post because like 
I don't want to be seen to be like sharing other people's stuff on my Instagram. And I was like, oh, Jesus Christ. And I was like, you know what? Didn't really think about it. I just thought that you just did, you were busy or something. But I was like, why would you not want to be seen that? He goes, like, it's, you know, would like, uh, what did he say? Would like Martin Garrick share stuff on Instagram? And I was like, yeah, I'm sure he would. Like, I'm sure he does share his friends stuff on Instagram. You know Martin Garrick's anyway. And, uh, and he was just like, yeah, I just don't think it's a good look in this. And I was like, but you literally, when you have a new song out, you send me the song or send me the thing, go, could you give this a wee share? And I always share for you because I always, I just share stuff for people in general. And he was just like, yeah, man, I know. Like, but he goes, it's just not a good look for me and what I'm trying to achieve. And I was just like, you're fu like, you're, you're either listening okay. to the wrong people or, or like, you're, you're just, you're, you're maybe went to paid for one of them influencer courses because I know influence, I remember seeing a, a, a blurb from one of them big influencer courses went viral a while ago on Twitter saying, never share down, always share up. So if someone tags you on something or you, or you put a picture up, don't tag people that are like in, insignificant in other words. Oh and God. that went and that went viral. Not that people, not that influencers do that. I'm not sure, but you you can tell that like they're not sh like a lot of them wouldn't. If I tag, say, if I was out more bay and I ran into Rob Lipset and I tagged him in a post, I'm sure or tagged him in a story. I'm sure he's not going to share it. Right enough, he did share something of mine a while ago, but maybe a bad <laughs> maybe a bad one to use. But you know what I mean. Like maybe he just would look and go, oh, he doesn't have a good enough following. I'm not sharing that. But I've just thought that was really weird. I was like. Why could social media not go back to the fucking you know when people were kind of innocent? <laughs> you know the innocent days yeah, was like yeah. what was it? It's it's Facebook was like what are you doing? Or Bebo top sixteen? Bebo top sixteen? You know, and now it's just all like it's all just this is like a a, a, a a wee look into my life might be real might be fake, but it's a shop window. And the, sh and the, and the shop yeah. might be me personally for a boyfriend or girlfriend or your business or your brand or something. Like the, there's there's no like better yeah. if they were shared more of the real selves. Like prime example, me right, and this is just me using me as an example. My content that does best is always the stupidest shit with my family oh, and wow. people, and that's stuff that a lot of people wouldn't share because it's not like ideal like a lot of it is like us just talking shite or farting about it's not like oh it's just us being morons but it's one of the things where a lot of people wouldn't share that because it's not posy enough or the house is a mess or joe they don't look the best it's one of the things where i think it's just i prefer i've said that before like show me what your dog looks like show me your interest show yeah. me what you watch i don't want to go down that route again but it's just it's such a strange thing did you have any other questions we can definitely we, do another one we do media actually we have we have three questions here all right go let's, um, let's fucking so we'll go with Kieran, kieran's out. question first creatine and weight gain is this normal yes yeah yeah completely normal is, am i right i'm gonna i'm gonna go you go be an expert here is Kratos creatine drag water into your muscles? So sort of. It works is yeah, yeah. Like people will say, oh, it 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 adds water weight. It technically, yeah, it will fill you out slightly, so it can add a water retention. Usually, depend on the person, one to two pounds is maximum if you load it. Yeah. But the way people load it is usually slow, so you don't normally notice it if you're doing it. Uh, so whenever you take it, just be aware of that you can go up and amount of weight. It's not a bad thing. Uh, you need creatine to actually produce whatever you to, to produce energy. Any movement your body uses, 
ATP, which is based off creatine production really yeah. as well. So I'll not bore you the science of it. But in other words, your body creates it normally by supplementing where you're just overdosing on it really to an extent to where your body can really utilize it. I started that's taking pretty it. pretty much it. Well, yeah. I started taking it again. Well, that's why you look bigger. And some arms are filled out like fuck. I need three days on our boys. Three days. Ooh, baby. I've been on like people think gosh, so I've been on ten grams of creatine for about eight years now. And my kidneys are <laughs> sweet. No sweat to them at all. Eight years, get my kidneys tested out. Get everything run bloodways probably every two years or so. And there's it always says creatine kinase is off the charts, but that means muscle protein breakdown. And yeah. the doctor always says you can tell you lift weights because of the creatine kind. You may want to watch this, and that's literally all there ever is feedback. What about the blood sugar levels? Do you still monitor? Do we do we still monitor? It it doesn't do it. No, I've gave up on it because the end of the push is coming, so I don't give a fuck. Right. So if, right, that's okay. Fuck health. Fuck health. Fuck health. Right. From from Coach Tony. <laughs> Tony, that's that's going to be the fuck health. That's the name of the podcast. <laughs> No, that sounds brutal. Tony McAleaf, his new book, Fuck Health. What the fuck's going uh, on? La- Laura, Laura has a question. You boys put yourself out there. How do you deal with jealousy and hate? That's a good one for you. I think you get it. Well, you get it more than me, like. I get a lot of stick, like, and it's not me being like, oh, what was me? I be so. Do you know what I find so strange? I get a lot of stick, and then people delete the comments. Yeah. They write it to me, I read it, I don't reply, and then they delete it. And I'm like, Yeah. You know I've already got the screenshot of YouTube. Uh, yeah. I don't get I, I never get comments under the post. I get the odd DM. But it's not I really used to get hate. comments. Uh? I used to get comments. Don't get them now. I get more private messages. Uh, I get the odd DM, but mostly as you said then, by the time I've I've seen it come up and then you go in to read it and it's gone. It's strange. It's strange that people like people. I I like that they put jealousy in because there is people. I don't know. I always got this. Sam was very very good, and this will this will really really hit home a lot of people. If you're successful in anything, it will shine a spotlight on other people's failures. Oh yeah, that is that is really why people get jealous because they see you doing something and wish that they had done it. Or like, don't get me wrong, when people give me shit, it's not because they want to be a coach. It's because there's something that they want to do and they just they, they know they're never going to do it because they don't have the balls. They're never going to go for it. Whether it's vlog, YouTube, fitness, whatever it is, and they they take their frustration out on other people without realizing it. And whenever somebody talks poorly about somebody else, it it always says more about that person. Like that's why, like if you ever hear me and if you ever hear me talk, if you ever meet me with like an idea or something, like you, you discuss ideas, stuff going on, businesses. Uh, training whenever you discuss some people it's usually quite small minded chat like gossip is sm- as much as like don't get me wrong I love a bit of crack about somebody but if you're talking constantly about other people it's usually is a sign that you're small minded and I'm not saying that in a bad way I'm just being deadly straight so, do you ever hear that saying it's like uh, is it small minds discuss people big minds discuss ideas or it could yeah, be something different yeah. great minds discuss ideas could be something like that uh, but yeah I think in terms of it I think the more you get it the more you get used to it it's just like anything like the more you weight train, the more you get used to it, the more abuse you get, the more you just get used to it. Like for me, it's not something that ever gets me down. I got a lot of it whenever I was younger. Uh, it didn't really fit in and stuff. I'm not going to make a sob story. So it's a case of I've just learned that it usually helps me move along quicker. Yeah. Yeah. I don't, it, I don't look into it at all. Like when I get it, 
I just, as you said, like I think, like you've taken time out of your day to give me shit about something or comment underneath a video of me of like DJing and going fucking crap or something and you're just like that's that's your opinion and you're 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 a hundred percent welcome to that um but you, you know there's there's an issue there if you've went out of the way to do that and then you get ones boys that write stuff like that and then write to you in, in private and go here that I was only fucking around yeah see a lot of people I, I used to get a lot more and then it died down whenever I started I don't know if you remember this but there was one or two people who commented underneath my Facebook ads and I just started sharing their stuff yeah like do you, I don't know if you remember it was a boy who uh, I, it was a picture of me on the beach right walking many people might not remember this and it was like do us a favour tie bricks around your legs and keep walking or something so like I was like right that's dead on that's, I was like right dead on that's a bit fucking extreme just ran dude my and I think the the post was like three ways to get headspace or something it wasn't even like it was the is it the side, picture like, you down in Newcastle Murdoch yeah just walking yeah. I'm not even in speedos or anything it could be I don't know and anyway so I just I just went on this place profile and screen recorded and uh just zoomed in and like I'm not joking he literally I remember remember exactly saying he looked like a conehead you know from the show uh and I just took the piss out of him. But then uh, somebody wrote to me and was like, oh, I actually know this dude. I'm going to message him and tell him to, you know, apologize. And uh, he, he wrote to me apologizing and being like, sorry, can you take that down, you know, of, of what you said about me? And I was like, go fuck yourself, uh, you big conehead. I'm not taking no part. I was like, in my fuck just because somebody's messaged you. Like, that's like, Joey, you deal with con- It's like if I wrote shit to somebody and then it goes fucking viral and I'm a big cock. Yeah. That's your fault for doing it. But it's one of the things of see, since I remember calling him out, it died down for about six to nine months after that. And yeah. then I, I was gonna do it on the other night to somebody and I just wrote to them privately. I'm, being, I'm not gonna somebody wrote to me saying uh, it was actually a very harsh message because I didn't see it. Oh. And then I seen it it was a wee bit hard, like uh, you know, blah blah blah. Kill yourself, Joe, loads no, of hey. it was it was re- it was more heavier than that. Like it was like Joe. Hope you have a really fucking horrible death. Blah blah blah. But what what why, why? Like what did you do? What did you? What did he think you did to you? Air not message. Because I was uh, too fat to be a PT. Apparently. Oh, well, so, he's true enough. Like he's, yeah, he's pretty, kind of made pretty up a point. Well, well resigned, so <laughs> but you're not a PT, well, Tony. <laughs> What I done was I clicked on the page and it was like a. I'm not going to explain the page. The page wasn't a complete fake page. It was like a a weird like fake football page or something oh so it like had different people in it but he had tagged people in it oh what what was so it? i was like i must i'll ask you I'm the not... page uh after so, i might know uh, i might know i might know who this is actually then uh, what i done was i clicked well i went through all the images there's only about 10 but i was like there's a common theme here one person is tagged yeah. in every photo so i just messaged them privately and goes i know you run this page I'm posting this to the boy who's in charge of your football, just so you know. And boom, straight away. Oh, just a big fucking hip. That's not me and all that such and such. And then all of a sudden, the comment got deleted from that. That message got deleted from that fake that account show. So like a, and I was like, I've got the screenshotted you moron. Aye. And I, all of a sudden, like I didn't do anything about it, but I was just like, Joe, I'm. Uh, hopefully, the only reason I done that, and I didn't post anything, was like I was like, hopefully that stops you giving somebody else that would actually take that quite seriously. 
Yeah. That yep. stops that because because I'm not saying it a bad way. Like I would never want to publicize anybody. But if you're giving hate, like and you're giving it to me, like I'm just gonna start posting it because I'm just gonna be like the only reason I haven't is because I know a lot of people. I'm not a lot of people like me, so it's one of them things where you don't want people liking you going and giving that person that much shit that they end up feeling. Joe, you're trying to walk. I, I, well, they don't. They don't know. They don't know how mentally you're feeling. You know what I mean? That could be sent to someone who is having the lowest day of their life. And then that hits on top of it. You, you, when you send stuff like that to people, you don't know. Like you, don't, you just don't know. Especially when it's out of the Heavy. blue. When it's out of the blue, out of context. Like there's no reason to fucking ever, you know, say shit like that to people. It's it's people are just fucking weird. Like, but the best of it is like when I get remember. We, I think we talked about in the podcast about the guy in Poland. Um, I went into a bar in Poland and there was a guy and a girl at the bar and this girl came over and goes, oh, are you Mickey Quinn? And I was like, yeah. And she goes, oh, I go to your gigs in the Hatfield. And I was like, oh, yeah. And then her boyfriend was there. And then he, was, I was like, oh, well, mate. And we had a few drinks together and all fucking grand. Like, it was all like, oh, I hope you're having a good time. And that's there. He fucking put up in his Snapchat story about something like I was in the bar and he put me in my box or something. Something about that fucking thing. It, the thing wasn't up 20 minutes and I was sent it fucking five or six times by different people. So I went back to the oh bar no. and I was like, oh, he's not here. So I was like, oh, fucking going to put this up. But I ran it past my manager at the time first and he was like, oh, don't do that. Don't do that. Be bigger than it. And I was like, nah, I think I need to do this. So I was like, fuck it. I waited the next day to sober. Stuck it up. And uh, then the guy went on to fucking Snapchat straight away, deleted it. And then, like, about two or three days later, his his girlfriend um, in, in the Hatfield came up to me and apologised. No one goes, oh, he was only joking about it. He didn't think anybody would see it because he put it in his private Snapchat. And I was like, I was literally sent this Shit. so many times. Like, like, there was no reason. Like, we were actually, he was actually really dead on. But it oh, just, that's typical. It, it's just so some weird. strange behaviour. Mm. Like, you're going, it was something like, oh, I, I put him in his box thinking he's fucking class. And I'm like, I'm pretty sure me, you, and your missus got a picture together. <laughs> See, I think some people think the way to build themselves up is by knocking others down. Yeah. Well, that's where, like, like, people, a lot of people would do that too, and a lot of people would, like, rivals. Like, and I always say this, I always know what my rivals are doing in the industry for the simple reason yeah, but is... real rivals you respect That's for, my fuel. They drive they me hate. on. Like they don't. Yeah, they hear it and you say it. It's snakes say stuff behind your back, and if you're building yourself up, like real, real people who are, have influence or going to do well themselves, lift other people up or say. Well, you need if rivals. You have a problem with somebody else, you say it. You say it out loud and say it to their face. Yeah. Don't say it behind closed doors. You need doors. a rival. Everybody needs rivals. Everybody need, like, well, depending on what industry, and you need a rival to spur you on. Who would you say my rival is? Would my um? I don't know See? honestly. Who? Who? No rival. No rival needed. No, there's a rival somewhere. One pony race. <laughs> <laughs> you flexing your face, have you twat? Right, last one. Do you, you like think it's vest? smart to inv- <laughs> what? Do I don't like my yellow vest. I don't I'm like that vest at all. Banana. I don't like that vest at all. And serious? actually, you know what? I didn't like you tagging me in that that video. Where you put the two drumsticks. You serious, Mickey? The size of my legs and that. You you ways. You know, you're there's not. I, I wouldn't even know if there's muscle there at this point. I 
banded leg press, big juicy pump. Like I, I'm telling you, tight. like your upper body is defined. Like look at them striations. <laughs> look at the size of them, and then as it goes further down, you're just like the legs. I there's a wee bit of like there's a wee bit there, and then you go down to the the calves, and the calves are way home already. <laughs> they're they're already home. They're already home getting the post workout shake when your body's still in the gym. <laughs> you're some crack. So what right. you're saying, waist down, I'm empty. Uh, what size of feet? Is size six? Sevens, big, big sevens. Jesus, <laughs> you are such a wee lad, hey? right? Do you think Can it's you smart to invest in crypto at the moment? No, is my answer. Oh, no, no. You can log in and invest all you want. It's just uh, crypto is not my minefield it's at all. Very, like, it's very, uh, it's very volatile at the moment. If you're to believe, um, if you're to believe the big, the big, the big guns, it's very volatile at the moment. I would a hundred percent leave it. Um, if you're looking to make quick money or lose, like if you're looking to make large quick money, yes. But you also have to be willing to lose lose large quick money. So like, yeah, you put a thousand pound and you can make three grand a day, or you could also lose the thousand pounds straight away. It's it's one of them things where for me. I will always take safe, safer bets just on that for like I got classified by I done a pension they were there for the first time Mickey and they they rated me as one of the, the riskiest investors they've had in the last five years and that's me turning around and saying I wouldn't go near crypto like they rated me in like the top three percent so like they, they I don't know whether you've ever seen this but they actually they make you outline like what you would put your money into how much what percentage could see it what gets invested where goes where and then they ask you random questions like a personality test yeah and they, they done that and then even the fact like then now talking about it so whenever i say no to something i always think that i must like i'm i'm adventurous i'm quite risky i'm willing to fucking have a go with anything yeah. and whenever i'm turning around and saying joe for me it's too volatile like that usually is a red flag to most to most people unless you understand the market if you understand the market or you know somebody who really understands that there's money to be made because there's millionaires in it yeah. but it's one of them things where i think that's why people end up losing so much money because there's a small one percent that know what the fuck they're at and the other 99 percent are just lumping in money and losing it like fucking other people are clean up yeah the other the other fear i have is the big cyber attacks coming and i have a fear that it could wipe out all that shit it could wipe out everyone who hasn't backed up their cryptos hasn't backed up shit it can wipe it clean out and that's my that's my big fear because if you're to believe the experts it's coming um and the the like when they took amazon's thing down you know they're testing the water it's definitely coming and they just don't know when um and that's my that's my fear of crypto at the moment plus when you have fucking dickheads like elon musk putting out a tweet and boys dropping fucking millions in five minutes not that you'll be putting in enough money to be dropping millions but like he put out a tweet was it last last week or the week before and bitcoin dropped 10 grand in 90 seconds yeah, sure. It's the same as like Ronaldo moved the Coke bottles from in front of him. Never did you see that? Aye, and then so did uh, Pogba moved the Heineken ones, and then the fucking other manager opened one and drunk us. <laughs> yeah, but a uh, thing like average uh, percent, like Coca Cola dropped four percent from that, and I know that doesn't seem like much, but that is quite a drop. Well, four percent of a billion dollar company. 
it was I think it, it was like a percentage term of like it worked out some like it could have been like two billion worth of like that's how much it cost that company for that to happen so it's just one of the things where like yes stocks and shares but like that is what your pension is made of stocks and shares crypto is just a different type I'm assuming like I'm yeah so assuming. it's just a blockchain like yeah yeah for me it's not it, it, for me it's one of the things that if you're going to get involved you should definitely have a mentor in it that earns money and is not a con man uh, and on that like note, I, uh, we've got Mickey Quinn's mentorship coming up, <laughs> launching, in July. <laughs> launching in July. Launching in July. For $997. For $997, because we deal in dollars, dollars. here. Um, I you can w- learn how Mickey's made $5 million in Forty-five minutes. Forty-five minutes. Like what, the duration of this podcast. <laughs> I just check. Yeah, we're just we just hit the five mil. You know, <laughs> like imagine people people even putting on Facebook shit like that, being like, "I can build you a six-figure fitness business in three months." By the end of this YouTube fun. channel, you'll be making six figures. By the end of this YouTube video, you'll be making six figures. And then you're like, okay. And then it's you see That's it's seven good. minutes seven minutes long, and you're like, right? We probably got a business here. And then you read, you know what? I will dedicate seven minutes to you to listen to the horseshit coming out of your mouth. And then you go on to his Instagram. You're like, okay, right? You have 200 followers and you're posting pictures of your dog on a daily basis. So you know it's just the, the, the same. Oh, it's, I, I would love to get somebody on a podcast who signed up to one of them fucking mad ones like drop shipping or, you know some mad mentor in America and probably like the fucking time you signed up to that mental bodybuilding coach in America who was having you eating 25 oh eggs every morning <laughs> for fucking 1600 for fucking 1600 pound or something for three months and fucking the meantime was fucking just copy and pasted 22 eggs a day fucking chicken and rice four other times a day and then he had me doing a hamstring day of nine exercises he had me do it I remember it he had me do it right you start the day with barbell barbell RDL land hamstring curl seated hamstring curl back to dumbbell RDLs because that's a big different movement then you would do single leg land dumbbell like uh, curls and I was like how the fuck do you even do that your hamstrings your hamstring just, nose your hamstring nose he goes he's lying on the machine now he's he's changed the dumbbells oh it's grow time baby I was just like seriously like I was in agony after but it was one of the things where I was like Mate, I'm gonna do men's physique. My legs aren't gonna be on stage. Why am I doing 67, 60, 70s? Like it, the, the glute and calf there was nuts. Like it was mad. Uh, I only do four sets a week for glutes or something at the minute. But yeah, I was doing forty-five or something. It was nuts. Ah well, all the days crack. But stay away. From, well, it's up to you. Go to crypto if you want. If you know what you're. Uh, if you have the for. money to lose, and and it, or money to lose or money to gamble, do it. But investment's one of the things you have to be if you're willing to invest money you have to be willing to lose it yeah and simple that's it I. but simple just keep it just keep away if you're going to do crypto do it right back it all up don't just think an app on your iphone is surface you need to back a shit up um, like yeah like i'm one of the people like that was for me investment wise like you're talking rainy day fund save your money like as soon as you get a thousand pounds you don't go invest in it you need you need a re- you need money in case something breaks like your car then you want to look at you know have you got a pension cover? Because that's safe as fuck. And then, in my opinion, you can start looking at businesses. I put a lot of mine, like I put 80 to 90% of all my savings into property, and that's me being personal. That's where I see the biggest return. It's what I know best. But then, if you know crypto best, you're better going there. Do you know what? It comes down to personal. Well, the other thing is, nobody, no, the other thing I'd be very wary of is it's hard to find a real crypto expert. 
and not a not a self-appointed crypto expert. I was just about to say, like, you need to see their bank balance because anybody can drive a Ferrari nowadays. Fuck me, you can take it out in half finance and pay it. Oh fuck I. Yeah, anybody can. A lot drive. of people, a lot of people will do that to fool you too. Like, like prime example, like, say if I was going to run a business fitness course, and this may be in straight as fuck. The first thing you'd be thinking about is right, one, I live at home, I need to move out. Two, I need a really nice car because most people want that. Right, what's just slightly dearer than what most people have? But not too much that's going to kill me in the bank. Something around seventy grand, like an ass, and a, a wee bit, of, like a, not a dated ass, and but something like that. Yeah, and that's probably like fifteen, twenty grand up front, and then a thousand pound a month for five years. Like you can't afford that, and then you're going to not fool, but you will fool other people into coming on board because you look like you've got a nice house and an ass, Martin. So you obviously know what you're at. It's easy to bluff shit like that. It's when you oh, talk right. to somebody, you know they're the real deal. I think, and it's hard to know that. Well, boys, fuck, we've all seen it. Like, people, private jets, different shit. So it, hard to know, yeah. It, it, so, you you so, just never know. Like, does that... Like, public is here. One of the last days I was coming home from my beef. This is no word of a lie. One of the last days I was coming home from my beef. But I had to fly home straight to Belfast, stay in the airport, go to Portugal, right? This is no word of a lie. I was struggling to get flights. And I was going to have to fly via Berlin to fucking Belfast, Belfast to Portugal. A, there's a, a private jet company who flies back and forth from the UK and sells seats on a private jet. And if you if they haven't got a full jet, you can pick up a seat on that jet for like 200 quid on the day or the day before. And the amount of people that I used to see that used to be posting from them jets, and I could never work out. I was like, fuck, fair play to them boys. You know, fair fucks them. They must know someone. I knew they didn't own a jet. Like, but I think they must know somebody or they must be somebody in the know or, or a label's taking them out or they're going home with a label or they're going home with a big DJ. And then, lo and behold, this is what they were doing. And they pivoted yeah. that. And they pivoted that to get people to uh, respect them loads. And they are nice fellas. Now, I will give them. They're fucking lovely guys. But people... And it worked. It worked for their brand. It's built their brand. And it'd be different if they were absolute calm men and pretending. But... They are kind of pretending, but it's like no skin of your balls because they still put out good music and they're good DJs. They're not trying to sell you something other than a 99p song. Like, they're not yeah, selling you a course on how to fucking act like me or be like no, me. You know I what I mean? There's three, there's three types of people about money. There's people who are scared to talk about money that will never have it. There's people who talk all about money and still don't have it and put on a good show. And then there's the real people who don't talk about money but we'll talk about it when asked because they understand it and they have it. So yeah. there's them three types of people because prime example, somebody flashes all the money, they don't have a ton in the bank account. No. Unless you're McGregor or you're somebody like that, but at the same time, Joe, like you know them sort of people. Then there's the people around town who are driving around big cars that fuck all their bank accounts. Then there's the people who will never even have any money because they're scared to talk about it. Like if you're scared to talk about money, big money, you, you've got to sell. It's like Joe, you ever see them self-limiting beliefs, and you'll know this. Like yeah. if you've grown up in a middle-class family, I can guarantee you that you're. I know this sounds so sly on, on every, but it's a case of if you've grown up in a middle-class or lower-class family, I would say I'm. Middle, middle class max like if not lower and it's one of them things and that's income based but you're taught that rich people are wankers yeah you are like like if that person drives by in a fucking Porsche decade 
Like, no, he's not. He could be the, he could be a really good person, but it's one of the things of you'll see that. Like, people in the street will say it. Maybe your mum or dad said it. Maybe your grandparents will say, Joe, it, people build in them self-limiting beliefs that money makes you a bad person. And then that actually stops people becoming well off because they almost limit themselves that if they do well for themselves, they may, they're going to become a bad person. And that's not always the case. Like, yes, there is some rich tickets, but there's some people that are fucking scummy cunts and they're broken. The people stabbing you in the streets, they're not rich. <laughs> Like I know everybody's not getting stabbed in the streets. I'm making it sound like fucking Compton or Harlem here, but it's uh, one of the things where if 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 money made you an arsehole, Joe, there would be a lot there would be a lot more arseholes. But it's one of the things where you can be an arsehole and be broke. So it's it, it's an interesting thing. But I think that self limiting belief about it, it's a very interesting one because a lot of people build that in. We've talked that about about self limiting belief on a previous podcast. If you want to go back and check it out. Yeah, we'll leave it in that because otherwise I'm just going to rant on. Guys, uh, interesting. we've got another few reviews which we're very mm. happy about. Thank you very much. Um, if you want to keep reviewing it, that'll be great, but keep but sharing it. The reviews have more than the shares in the story. Yeah? What works better, reviews or shares in people's Instagram stories? Uh, the reviews helps us get up on up on iTunes, but we have a lot more people now listening on Spotify. So the reviews... It is what it is. You know, we're... I'd say Instagram shares your best show. So say if someone... But say if someone from Northern Ireland has a podcast and you listen to it religiously, then it will come up. You may also like these guys because these guys are from Northern Ireland. They're kind of the same subjects. And that's where the reviews... But the shares and... Every, and you know what? Anything helps. Tell a friend. Yeah, very, very true. You know... So if, you, if you've got a laugh or you don't think... Well, even if you think we're two decades, which we are... Do us a favor, give us a share because we're trying to get some sponsorship to get Mickey a good fucking shave because obviously manscaping's fucking left from high dry. And Grey Goose of fucking coffee's not giving me any coin, I tell you that. Well, look, so, I'll tell you what about the Grey Goose coffee. It's a lot like the podcast and it's all full star ratings. Not a bad <laughs> word to be said. You're the only person rating. <laughs> not a bad word to be said. I'm telling you. I can't wait right. for you to move out to Marbella. I'm bringing out a box of it. And I'll be on I'm your sofa until until I get that box sold. If I don't move out earlier, would you be game for a wee trip out though? Well, uh, Ibiza was just greenlit today. There. Would you be game for a wee trip? Wee trip soon? I no? uh, well, Conliff reckons I'm going. <laughs> he right, well, that's good. We'll get this organized. <laughs> we'll get it organized. I'll go out there, hang about. We'll, oh. we'll I'll go out and I'll do some bicep curls or whatever you do in the gym. But right, guys, good. cheers that's for tuning good. in. Um, uh, this will be out after Hillary's competition, won't it? Yeah, Muscle and Hustle podcast takes Ibiza. Takes Marbella. Takes Marbella, right. That's not true. I just asked you, you clear. But yeah, 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 it is. I'm sorry, I'm just, I'm just getting lost here in translation. <laughs> yeah, this Saturday, so it's, it's Saturday, so we'll see how things go. And we'll know by then. We'll know by then, right. Cheers, see you later. Cheerio. <laughs>